Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, uh, Diaz York, Slim, Fly Guy, D.Y., the Prince of the Six. Um, and without further ado, you know how I like to give it up. You know how I like to do. Let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. Oh, that's not the round of applause button! <laughs> starting off great um uh, how's you guys today uh, already 30 seconds in and i'm already messing up um how you how's you guys day i hope you guys day is well hope you guys are staying safe i hope you're safe ah again i hope you guys are staying safe i hope you guys are uh masking up um yeah it's treacherous out here man it's cold depending on which part of the country uh, you live in, I know Texas is cold, right? Right? No? Great! No one laughed. Um, anyways. Nah, but all jokes aside, it is cold outside. It's very cold. I don't know why it's cold, and I get it, it's raining outside more often, but it's really cold, you know? It's cold. And, um, yeah. It's just cold outside, um... You know, it's cold. People's like, you know, it's cold. People that live in California, like 50 degrees and 40 degrees. Up here, it's cold. It's kind of cold. Um, no, nah, but it's cold for me. I don't like being cold. I like being in, in the warm. I don't like being hot. The thing about the weather up here, it's not too extreme. But there are days where it gets, or like, there's like a, a certain week in the month where it's just cold. You know, you see that it's too cold, like... In February, the weekend of Valentine's Day, it snowed, right? And um, everybody was like, it was just sunny. It was this, that, and the third. I'm like, yeah, but it was still cold. And it's it, we got like a, like a, like a, not a blizzard, but like a, you know, like a, uh, like a little storm. I mean, it's not a blizzard. Because I, I, people, I like to think that a blizzard and a storm is the same thing. But it's not the same thing. So you can't call it the same thing. Because it's not the same thing. Um, excuse me while I... Ah! I just... Allergies, man. So you get... <clears throat> excuse me. You get, you know, mucus and stuff in your throat. But anyway. Um, yeah, but there's just two... There's like two points in the, of the year where it's really, really cold. Like in February. And I think in July it's probably going to be like really, really hot. I don't think it'll touch 100. If it touches 100, then that's crazy. Uh, I'm not going to say global warming's real. Everybody knew that. I knew it was real when it was raining in the summertime and there was no clouds outside. That's how I, like, literally, like, so for real. Like, I, you know, they call that acid rain. But, I mean, there was some clouds, but it, the clouds were all spaced out and it was hot outside. It was, like, at least, or it was warm. It was nighttime. It was around, like, maybe 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, maybe about 9, 30, 10. And it started to rain. It rained for like a brief moment, but it was crazy to see rain in the middle of like July or like August. Like you just don't, this is not normal. Um, yeah, so there weren't that many clouds. Obviously it was acid rain because, you know, all the pollution and chemicals that are in the air messing with the ozone, <clears throat> excuse me, in the atmosphere. So that tends to happen. A little Bill and I lesson for you guys right there. But um, so yeah, it tends to happen. Um, but a lot of news, I, I wish I was, more, uh, 
I'm getting back consistently to record. I've just been tired, man. Just tired and busy and just... Man, you know? Tired. But that's neither here nor there. You know what's funny? I was... um. First, let me talk about this. Oh, no. Well, let's, well let me talk about this first. So, uh, this because this was still relevant. And by the time this comes out, the news will still be kind of relevant. In my opinion of it will be kind of relevant. It's I was it's not funny, but is the you know what's you know when something's funny not funny but like the idea or like the audacity of it is like hilarious. That's what I'm that's what I mean by when I say oh this was funny, but it's not funny. Like the topic is serious and it's a slight it's been a slight for a long time. So that's what I'm saying. Like the, like the topic is not funny. But, like, the audaciousness and just, like, the nerve. So, the NCAA, and for you already, guys, people already know. Um, the NCAA had two two uh, separate facilities for the men and for the women, obviously. But the women's section was so, like, terrible. And even, like, even now, it's still, it's gotten, it's better. You know what I'm saying? Um... There's a saying where it's just like, oh, I can't even. Like, you're, it's like one of those things where you've complained, but the situation is like not that bad, much better. But you're not gonna complain even more because you're lucky to even have this. Like that type of. There's a saying for it, but that's what I mean. So like, they got a better weight room and better equipment and a better practice facility. But my biggest thing is, um, it's not that much better. Like. It looks like space was like a, a concern. Now, when they now when they first had the weight room, it was just a whole bunch of dumbbells and just a whole bunch of emptiness and space. But if you look at the men's section, when they're they're obviously their weight room will be look way, looks way better and practice squad or practice squad practice facility looks better, just because that's just the men and they bring in the money. That's just the way that type those politics work. I know people are going to get a lot of hell. And people are gonna like raise their eyebrows like they're the other rock when I said that. But when you take care of the cash cow, I'm not saying that women's uh, basketball or any collegiate sport that women play or participate in don't bring in money. But they do bring in money, but not compared to it's like you can't compare apples and oranges. All these and I'm I'm Mr. Analogy. You can't compare apples to oranges. Oranges are good. But a lot of people are going to probably take that apple, depending on the person. Well, I prefer oranges. I like oranges and apples, me personally, both. And this is the same uh, with the NCAA men's basketball and women's basketball. I love and respect both, like, bat, like both basketballs. You know, both basketballs. Both, ee, ee, ee. Had an aneurysm. Um, I respect both sports. What's one sport but two separate programs? I respect both programs. But the problem I don't think people are really understanding is because and also we're never know, we're never gonna know the numbers of how much these kids bring in a year. But I'm pretty sure if you weighed how much the men make or bring in and how much the women um bring in, it will be like a and you put it on a Libra scale, the scale is gonna be so far on the like, it's gonna the, you're gonna see a, a significant like weight that the men carry. So I mean, I'm not saying they could have easily gave them the same type of uh, practice, whatever. 
Um, because both these guys are not making these both these clubs or programs are not making money individually. The program's making money and stuff like that, but excuse me. Uh, the programs are making money, but the players individually are not. And then, so the whole entity of the NCAA or the team rather is making the money. Um, so yeah, but my biggest thing is give them a better weight room. If you're gonna, we know, because even when I, when I looked at the updated weight room, it wasn't that much, like, it was better, but compared to the men, you're like, they still could have done better. But like I said in the beginning, the analogy that I used earlier was, you know, you complained, you got what you wanted, but it's not really what you really wanted, but you're not going to complain even more because you're lucky to have what you got now. Like, it's one of those type of things for the women. Like, they, it's not even really complaining, they voiced their... The, the unfairness, it's not complaining, but the analogy was complaining. But the women voiced their, um, the unfairness, obviously. Um, so they, they got what they deserve, realistically. And I know that sounds crazy to say, because you know when somebody says that, they're like, well, he got what he deserved. And the dude's like, the person's like dead or something. But, you know, what I'm saying is the women, the women, how do I say this without being like, sexist or like you know patriarchy or whatever you know what i'm saying the women i already said the women don't bring in enough right and i'm pretty sure and i see what the women are saying we're ncaa like the umbrella is just ncaa and the money should be funneled funneled out evenly but it will never be funneled out evenly because there are the two money grabbers are the cash cows for the NCAA athletics was well, national national collegiate or national it's not, I think it's national collegiate athletic association so though the two entities is men's basketball and men's football those are the two sports that are going to bring in the money the billions of dollars every year especially college football college football is going to bring in a billion billions of dollars each year Men's basketball is going to bring in, I'd probably say about two billion. I mean, billions, still plural. Um, you know what I'm saying? So they will protect the cash cow at any cost, no matter what. And they're going to, and there's two separate budgets. I've, there's probably two. There's a women's budget and there's a men's budget. Obviously, with the men in basketball and football, so whenever they, whenever they have these tournaments, they, they can you know fund them and host them and stuff like that. Um, so they're going to have, it's going to be better because of the money that they're generating will be better. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And I'm not trying to, and people are like, well, you sound sexist, but I understand the point. I'm like, they're, the, the whole system sexist. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm trying to break it down and explain to you why men have gotten more and better amenities is this is the reason why their programs will make more money than the women's program even though and then because even at the even at the particular college let's say for example duke duke's duke men duke's men basketball team will bring in the money for themselves for their own thing right and the athletic director for the whole school will be like well okay this is duke earned this money so duke's going to keep that money but then the Duke's women's basketball team is like, well, we're Duke too. Let's get, can we get some of that? You know what I'm saying? 
and the athletic director is probably trying to divvy it out the best he can, but everybody knows, you know what I'm saying? And they got great alumni that went there, but you know, so it's just like, huh? It's a, it's, it's, it's the saying of you rather be my junior, my uh, math teacher, Miss Thornton. She said. Would you rather be treated, what was it? It was treated kindly. Oh, no. What was it? Oh, it was like treated fairly. And then it was, would you rather be treated, I'm about to look it up because this is making me upset. It's would you rather be treated unfairly? Would you rather, oops. Would you rather be treated fairly or ellipses? Because I don't remember. Oh, there it is. Treat I don't know why I drew a blank on equally. It was, you'd rather be treated fairly or equally. You know, would you rather be, you, can, you can't, she asked the question. And it was more like a, rhetorical question because obviously you would want both but in this world we live in you will never get both so the question was and i'm leaving all the uhs and brain farts and stuff that's all in there one take baby you know how i like to do um you know what she said would you rather be treated fairly or would you rather be treated equally and i was like well both she was like well in this world she didn't really say this but come on it's dramatization so picture it she said well in this world you are going to be treated fairly, but not equally. Or are you going to be treated equally and not fairly? And it's kind of saying the same thing. But I feel like in this situation, they'll be treated fairly. The girls and the guys will be treated fairly. Um, but they'll, like I said, what's fair? Well, fair is you get food. We're going to pay for your hotel room. We're going to give you a nice little goodie bag, gift bag. Um, we're going to give you a weight room, a facility, practice facility, all of that. Now, that's equally. Treated fairly is that that's no excuse me that's fair they that, that the women and men both get that that's fair treated fairly that's fine, but the equality is where the that where that particular problem or scenario lies because now there's well you guys didn't bring in the equal amount of money so they're gonna get more than you do, period. We're gonna go to them first and then whatever you get leftover is what you know you guys get leftover and you figure it out. That's how it pretty much goes within this world. But I feel like they could have done better still. I feel like they could have probably, even though they got an upgrade from the facility, that they, from the uh, practice facility and the gym that they had, the weight room, I feel like they could still put more effort and energy into that, into the women's section of the tournament. Um, it's not really as, um, whatchamacallit, Advertised, that was the word. I almost said commercialized, but advertised um, as the men's um, tournament is. But also, the men's tournament is kind of boring. You know, so both, you know, it's watered down. It's, you know, so I don't know. I just think that that's my take on it. I think it will be treated fairly. Both get an opportunity to play. But as far as the equality, that, that will never change. That. That's going to be like that for a long time. And it sucks that it has to be like that for a long time because you would think that 
rules of rules and times have changed. You know, like you wouldn't think the NCAA is still trying to, um, are just not trying to take care of their people and their players. And, um, I get it. And people are like, well, not NCAA property and da 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 da. da. I'm like, yeah, but it's all politics. You know what I'm saying? And those. Those guys is acting like they don't get paid. Now, they do get paid. It's a stipend. It's like a couple hundred bucks. You take care of yourself. Like, they want to get paid like professional players, but doing college work. Now, because then, if that's the case, then a lot of people are not going to want to play professional ball if they get to stay in college. And But this is also another incentive. They're going to pay these people, period. They're going to pay college kids, period. I think 2023 is when they're going to start paying college kids. Like, they're going to pay these guys, period. Um, are they going to go trade from the, the G League? So either way, the NCAA is losing money because they're not getting high, they're not getting top talent no more. And well, no, they're not losing money. They're actually going to bring in a lot of money, but it's going to kind of like balance out because you can you have the option of losing out on big big time players, but you also will probably bring in more viewership and more ad dollars and more stuff like that because. You're gonna have to pay these players, and you'll still do the ticket sales. So whatever you, whatever the, like a Duke or like a whom a Kentucky gets at the gate, you know the NCAA gets a percentage of that. So they get a percentage of majority. Of the, they get a, they get a probably a pretty nice percentage. I probably want to say about thirty three percent, if not more. No, maybe less. Maybe well thirty three percent. I think is the highest that that they'll have those contracts with those schools. So I think thirty three percent. They get of the uh, the revenue from like the gate and ticket sales and jersey sales and I mean not, not, the gates tickets um concessions jersey sales whatever parking um probably probably not parking because that's probably like that's probably like Duke's revenue uh, or what they profit off of um ho- um ESPN um they'll probably have to pay ESPN so what. Well, yeah, they probably pay ESPN. Um, yeah, ads, whatever, promote your school, whatever. Like, so the NCAA does that. You know what I'm saying? That's what their thing is. Now, um, now I think Duke will probably pay to promote or advertise their school. Like, anybody can go to Duke. But, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? They'll probably promote it, you know, promote Duke and stuff like that. But, um yeah, I just think I just think it kind of kind of be kind. Of, it has to be a little bit evened out and balanced out a little bit. Like you wouldn't want, you know, it's just it's just wrong. At the end of the day, it's just wrong. There's no other way. I explained it the best way I could on why the men. It's, it's the same principle with the NC, and with the uh, WNBA, like. And everybody's my me and my dad were talking. And I was like, well, I'm not saying no woman is worth two hundred five million, but the way what the market is. And how much the teams are worth, the players will never get paid $205 million because I'm pretty sure, I don't know how much a WNBA team costs. I could look that up though. Don't you, don't you guys worry how much, not Mitch, how much, oh my Lord, just fat fingering this. How much does, oh my Lord. Sorry for the blasphemy. And how much does a 
WNBA team. Oh my god, 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 god. Cost. I spit on the microphone. Okay. So, since those are the limits, a modern estimate for the average value would be around 25 million. This gives us a sense of the value of an average team, but not every team is created equal. Um, okay, what does that mean? <laughs> How much does it cost? Well, I'll just is this is her hoop stats. According to her hoop stats. It's a newsletter. Um purchase Mark Davis did buy him because Mark Davis is the guy um he owns the Raiders. I think he owns the Raiders. Maybe Al Davis, I don't know. Um So, as we'll detail below our estimates, not a definite number for the average value of a WNBA team is anywhere from two, uh, 17 million to 35 million depending on the specific assumption the most valuable team could potentially be valued as high as 67 million under an optimistic scenario for the league while the most affordable team could be valued valued as low as 11 million in high in a high in a highly conservative scenario okay so you see the range you see the gap um and there's in the the so the I want you to put this into perspective and think about what I'm saying. It might sound wrong, but think about what I'm saying. The highest team, they said their estimate, the highest team is worth $67 million. That's a lot of money. I'm not getting it twisted. The people that can buy the NBA team can most definitely, I mean, WNBA team can most, can most definitely, has most definitely the money in the, in all that stuff, you know? I was gonna say capita, but that didn't make no sense. But um, that's why I didn't say it. Excuse me. Um, but the most expensive team is the New York Knicks. And guess how much they're worth? They're, they're worth five point five billion dollars. So that's you know, I'm 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 gonna quote the Migos on this one. You can't go big on big. You know what I'm saying? You can't go big on big. It's hard for the it's hard for the WNBA. It's hard for the women to It's not hard to see why they wouldn't want that. You know, who wouldn't want to get paid Rudy Gobert got paid 205 million dollars to be a defensive player that can be that's easily um what's the word I was looking for? Easily he's easily expendable. Um, there's thousands of guys running around that can do what he does and get paid $205 million to just block shots and go to, you can go to a few all-star games. Like what? Like you're supposed to do that. You're seven feet tall, but you're supposed to block shots. <laughs> like, what are you, like, if you don't block, you're like one of the tallest people ever, like recorded on, in like recorded. Like if you can't block a shot, you can't block a basketball. Come on, get out of my face. But, um. I can see why, and obviously the they they should be getting paid way more than a couple thousands of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Doctors should not. Well, take that back. I, it's hard. They're professionals, but they're professional athletes. So you think the market would? You know, I was gonna say, well, a plumber, but you need a plumber. You need doctors. So you can see why they probably get paid more than a WNBA player. 
um, and, and some NBA players too. But as far as just like, but your your average, um, they shouldn't be making no. They shouldn't be no, making no less than a hundred thousand dollars. They should be well north of a hundred thousand dollars. I think the top players in the WNBA get paid a million. But um, yeah. So just understand that I'm not trying to be sexist or you know, any of that stuff. Um, because like I said, I I have I live I used to live with three women. I live with two women. And I understand it. I get the struggle. I understand it. But I'm calling it down the line. I call it how I see it. And that's just the facts of the matter. The New York Knicks are valued at $5.5 billion. So they're going to have the NBA and the owners are going to have more money to spend. And the New York Knicks are going to bring in probably way more than $5.5 billion. Well, maybe not. Because they're, no, they're getting better now. But there's no fans. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know? And I'm not saying the LA Sparks or the Seattle Storm are weak. I'm just saying the players are weak. I'm I'm not saying that the players are weak or the organization is weak. Especially not the Storm. We just won. You know what I'm saying? We just won four championships in the last 20 years. So, you know. You, <laughs> you know. But what I'm saying is... And, it's, and it sucks. And it's unfortunate. They'll never be paid like the, the NBA players. And, and that's just the reality of it. You know, that's just, just a sad reality. And the NBA does help with WNBA, and, and the NBA players are very supportive of the WNBA players, and I'm very supportive of the WNBA players. I want to see everybody eat. If you're a professional, you can obviously make the same amount of money as this guy, or you should be because you guys are both professionals. But I underput, when you break it down, the numbers and the politics and the BS behind the scenes, then you understand why these guys get paid $205 million and stuff, $190 million Max deep max deals, so I understand it, the frustration. But you also, if you go, if you under, if you are frustrated, understand the frustration, but also understand the reality and the facts. I understand the frustration, and I also understand the reality and the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter is, no, no WNBA team is probably worth a billion dollars alone. Uh, two hundred, even a quarter of a billion dollars, no WNBA team is worth that. Um, alone, probably when they probably combine them all together, they'll probably get close to about five, a half a billion dollars. So, the owner James Dolan is the owner of the New York Knicks. I think he is. And the Bus family owns the Lakers. The Lakers are worth like four point seven, like four point eight billion dollars. So, but anyway, James Dolan can buy the whole WNB, the whole WNBA. Like he could buy every team in the WNBA. But all the owners in the WNBA can't buy the New York Knicks. Just put that in perspective. That's that's crazy to think about. If you combine all the WNBA owners and combine like how much every team's worth and valued, they wouldn't be able to buy with and with the money that they put, generate from that pot, they wouldn't be able to buy the New York Knicks. But the New York Knicks as an organization can go buy the whole WNBA. Obviously, James Dolan. And if James Dolan did that, he's a savage. But he shouldn't do that. Because why would you do that? That's, that is, but that is savage right there. You want to talk about some savage, like, I don't care. I'm going to buy the whole WNBA. Like, those guys could really flex that muscle. Which is crazy. Excuse me. 
not the green. I bro, if you text me, and you're, my so my father, I know, and and we're done talking about the whole WNBA and college. It sucks, but in this, like I said, my teacher said, in this world, you'll be either treated fairly or you and or not and not equally. You be treated equally and not fairly. So you pick which side you want to fall on. It would in, in like I said, it's a rhetorical question. You want both, but she kind of gave the option of like you're not gonna have both, you know. I don't know. But all right, um, that's really good. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, so yeah, my so if you text me and you have green, like I get some people have androids. Like, my family is, like, the only people that are allowed to text me. Like, if you're my friend, you should have asked for an iPhone. <laughs> Why'd you ask for an Android? <laughs> <laughs> you asked for, out of all, <sighs> out of all things you asked for was an Android. <laughs> for your birthday. But to have the audacity to get AirPods. <laughs> and have a MacBook. <laughs> And try to get an Apple Watch without an, without an iPhone. <laughs> you know? That doesn't make any sense. I don't I don't understand. Only my family can do that. My grandma has an Android and AirPods. <laughs> Why? Why? Uh... Why? Why? You know, um, yeah, I just, I just don't like that. The green is so ugly. They be like, hey, you got a new phone. I'm like, uh, a track phone? Hey, why is it green? Uh, can we get a blue? And I know when sometimes the iMessage doesn't go through, you can send it as a text message, but that, it, it just looks weird. I, I remember those days where you had to send a text message to your shorty or to a shorty. For me, it was multiple. But if it didn't go through, oh, uh, it'd be hot, right? So you guys send a text message. Like my fault, it didn't go through. My, you know, I wish it never went through. Um, I'd be better. I'd be really happy. Um, <clears throat> what was I gonna talk about? Uh, my notes didn't. Oh, there it is. Um, the shootings in Colorado. That we can talk about that. That is, you know, I don't know the full story. I don't. Really like speaking on stuff like that. I'm not in that. In that in my, in, I'm not in that type of mood. Now, maybe last episode I'd be willing to speak on that and stuff like that. And the only reason why I spoke on that is because it's my city. And if I didn't say anything, I get crucified. I people would look at me differently. Why aren't you speaking on it? You know what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, I just I couldn't hold my tongue about what happened a few days ago or last week. Um, but also, this is just, it's just sad. What happened in Atlanta with the, um, I can't, it, I don't know if it was a, like a, like a, like a, um, a massage parlor or like a spa or even just like a nail place, nail salon. Um, and then the shooting and killing terrorist attack on you know, Asian people. Like, I don't understand what the whole, I didn't even understand that was going on. And even then, when it was... So now that I know what's going on, I don't understand what the whole thing... Like, I don't know the root of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
the whole Black Lives Matter. Black Lives been mattering, and everybody knew that. But like, not everybody knew that. I take that back. Um, it became a thing when Trayvon when Trayvon Martin died, and like when Eric Gardner died, and when um, what was his name? The guy who got. I think Eric Gardner is the guy who got shot. He was holding his hands up. That's when I was really like prom. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting them wrong, man. But it, it's crazy that I'm even like thinking about because I'm thinking about the guy. His name might be Eric Gardner, the guy who was selling cigarettes on the corner of uh, on the corner in, on, on a corner in like New York or like Philadelphia and got choked out by like eight officers. Like, if to, for me to like, and there's just so many people that are just like that. So like. My people, it's just ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm having a hard time remembering names of people that have been killed because there's so many of us that have been killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's ridiculous. It doesn't even make any sense. But even so, back to the Asian hate. I didn't understand the Asian hate. I still don't understand it. I don't know, like, what the root cause of it is. Like, with Black Lives Matter and the whole um, protest, and you, the root causes were, like, Trayvon Martin... Eric Gardner and stuff like that. Oh, this is going to bug me. Eric Gardner. Like, Eric Gardner was the one who got, yeah, New York. He got choked out. He, he got, he, okay, I was thinking of the right guy. So who was the guy who got killed in St. Louis? St. Not the disciples. Um, last night, I didn't know they were shooting last night. Whoa, two dead after triple shooting. Um, what was it? Like 2015? Yeah, Michael Brown. That was his name. Because he was he had his hands up, right? Yeah, he had his hands up. And he shot him for no reason. Yeah, because he had his hands up. It says that... No evidence that Brown has had his hands up and surrendered or said, don't shoot. Was he? Whoa, wait a minute. Wait, and there's, they, people recorded it. And then there was a video of him getting shot. Like, I don't know, man. Look, you know, they'd be lying. But um, so, yeah, so it was Michael Brown and Eric Gardner. Like, okay, Michael Brown got uh, assassin, shot in St. Louis, assassinated. Uh, Eric Gardner got assassinated in New York. Got it. Now I know. Now I know. Um, but that's funny how I had to look that up, and then like I knew, I know like the details of how it happened and how how they died and stuff. But I don't remember the names. You know, so many of them. I almost called him Elijah, and Elijah was the kid who got uh, killed in the snow. I think he like was like he was like a, a musician. I think he, I think I, I this is making me upset, man. Because now I got to fact check myself. And it's sophisticated ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Um, Elijah. Eh, can't spell. Mick. His name's Elijah McLean. Yeah, it was him. He was. He got choked out in Colorado. He looks sketchy. No, this one he was walking back home. Whoa, not ketamine. What? Was inconclusive. What? Not ketamine. Okay, Elijah McLean was... So he got choked out. 
in Colorado. But he wasn't a musician. Who was the musician? But I feel like they were in the same area. It was like snowing or something. I don't know. Look, man. I don't know the names. But I know the events of how it happened. Um, That one was different. I knew the name Elijah McLean, but I knew I knew he got killed in Colorado. I didn't know he got choked out, and I and I and I didn't know. Also, didn't know that they the police injected him with ketamine to make him fall asleep to like to sedate him. But like, you put too much. Like you know, everybody's body's different, um, and you're probably gonna go to sleep regardless of how much ketamine you have in your system. If you have five milligrams of oxycodone, you're gonna go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't like. And the reason why I know is because when I had surgery. Guess what I was taking? Oxycontin. Um, so I was, yeah, so you, I, I know. But, um, yeah, it's just, it sucks. It sucks. And in the shooting in Colorado, I think like 10 people are dead or something like that. Um, yeah, it's just tough. I don't, I don't know what's going on. The world's on fire, you know, and that's just the fact of the matter. The world is on fire. Um, yeah. But, on to more of a controversial topic. So, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, he, um, 14 women have came out and said that sexually assaulted them with no evidence, which I find it hard to believe. It's hard to believe that there's no evidence. It's actually not hard to believe because... I don't really, and it's not even like I don't see Deshaun Watson doing it. Anybody can, like, everybody knows the saying. Tupac popular, uh, popularized it. You know, he said, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. You know what I'm saying? So, same with Deshaun Watson. Like, it's not that I don't see him doing it, but everybody can do it when they're pushed to the limp, to the limits. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to, like, don't push him because he might do it. You know, don't try him. But um, I don't know if he did it or not. I hope to God he didn't do it because that looks that's a bad. He's cut from the NFL. But um, I just find it odd. Like one person said it, like she had, and it, and when they were explaining it, it seemed like she just had a bad experience with Deshaun because. So the way it was told to me, it was. She was like a massage, a masseuse or whatever. Okay, Deshaun, she claiming Deshaun like forced her to like touch his private parts, right? And then okay, that's 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 if that's the truth, then that's weird. Or even it's it's first of all it's sexual harassment, so that's like that's already a no go. But um, if so if that actually went, I don't know if that went actually went down the way it went down, right? And no one knows. Only three people know, her, Deshaun, and God. So I don't. I wasn't there. But I can't. I can't speak on the story. But I can also. I can speak on. I can't speak on the truth, right? I'm not gonna accuse anybody of any wrongdoing. But I can speak on the story and the way it was taught to me and how it was um, said. So then, it, and so then she took a, she, so Deshaun invited her out to wherever and she took the flight. So now that makes me question the, the validity of the previous one you said. If you took a, and the same thing happened, like 
if you knew this guy sexually harassed you, I'll put I'm not gonna say quote unquote, but if you're saying this guy sexually harassed you, why are you taking the flight out to where why why are you why are you why is he flying you out then? Why'd you accept the flight to go link up with link up with Deshaun? If anybody got sexually harassed, first of all, they're calling the police. That's what I'm saying. Like, and everybody's well, they're celebrities. I'm like, but nobody's bigger than no one's bigger than the law or God, especially a black man. The black man ain't bigger than the law or God. So, more for sh- the law first, because. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Some you got some ignorant black folks out there that, that think they're God, but right now, what we, the way we living in 2021 and stuff, the the law is what we need to be really worried about. Um. So you would call the police if something was wrong. You would call the police. That's like the first thing anybody would do. That's the first thing I would do. I don't want to hear no celebrity. Oh, he's a celebrity BS. I don't want to hear that. If you've been sexually harassed, you're gonna call the police or you're gonna tell somebody. You know what I'm saying? Or something, you're, you know? And um, at school, if a girl got sexually harassed or uh, assaulted, she's crying or she's telling the teacher or whatever the case may be. People are going to find out sooner or later. If you, and you're an adult, so, and Deshaun Watts can go to jail. Um, kids can go to jail too. Juvenile. But, um, he's a grown man. So if he sexually harassed you or sexually assaulted you, you would call the police, right? And like that's just that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that she didn't call the police. I'm not I'm just saying you would. There was no story or report saying that she called the police and filed a police report training order against Sean Watson. Because if that's the case, then she would never take the flight. Because now there's 14 other women saying that. That Deshaun was and I don't know how true it is. You know what I'm saying? And you could, and they do this in court all the time. You could tell by someone's appearance and the way they look. Like you can know, you know when someone's lying. You know what I'm saying? Like you could tell. Like Deshaun might have turned out like a, a, a so like like a groupie hoe or whatever, and was just like, and was like, I'm I'm cool off you. I don't want to talk to you. And she could have been like Deshaun broke me and like he she could have been running her. She could have been motor mouth in the courtroom, and Deshaun's like. You look at this. Why would I entertain that? You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I don't know. I know that people will scream rape and bloody murder for when a bad sexual experience. That has happened. I know people that that has happened to. Trust me. I know people that has that. Like, I'm not lying. Like, I know people. So, I can speak on that. That have said rape when it was just a bad sexual experience. And that's not rape. You just didn't enjoy the sex. You know? Like, like, what's, like, like, no, man. Like, no, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, what can I do? Um, so yeah, I don't know if Deshaun did. He's innocent until proven guilty. Um, just because 14 women said that he did it does not mean he actually did it. And Deshaun said, "I'm, I'm, I'm on my I, like." Deshaun did the right thing, and he bet on himself. He's like, "I'm not gonna sit up here and put out a statement or apologize, but I didn't do anything. Like, I just, I'm gonna stand on my name and I'm gonna, you know, defend my name. I'm gonna use my name as my defense. And there's no tangible evidence yet saying that he's done anything. 
you know, there's, there's nothing that I haven't seen. Right now, it's just a lot of false accusations. He wants to be traded. He's still like, I'm still trying to play football, you know. And if he can sleep at night knowing that nothing happened, then nothing happened. If he don't got a guilty conscience, then my man don't got a guilty conscience. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to speak on something that's not truthful. Anybody should not, you know, if you're getting accused, don't speak on it. You know it's not the truth, don't speak on it because then it makes you look guilty. You said you're sorry, even though you're not, even though you didn't do anything. So why you say you're sorry? You sound guilty, you know what I'm saying? Even though people know that you didn't do anything. You sound guilty. And obviously, like I said, it was probably some, there was probably a couple groupies in there that just got turned down from Deshaun, you know? So... I'm not judging, and I'm not gonna. I'm on. And I'm gonna judge the woman's character if the if the court if the and if the court and the judge is like, I don't. There's no evidence against Deshaun that's saying that he did any of this to you guys, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? There's no evidence, or if there is evidence, it's insufficient enough to convict him on anything. You know what I'm saying? Um. So yeah. So so if the judge is like that, then. You know, then I'll judge your character because you're lying on a. On a good man's name, he ain't do nothing. But I don't know. It's really a wait and see. I hope he didn't do anything. I have a good feeling that he didn't do anything. But you know, you never, you never know. You never know. I'm not, I'm not even playing. I'm not even picking sides or playing sides. I just, you know, if it happened to the women, shame on Deshaun because that's wrong. But if it didn't happen to the women, then why are they lying on a good man's name? I don't know. But people like to lie on people's names and stuff like that all the time because they don't care. At the end of the day, if it's not about them, if it's not them, they don't care. Um, and that is the fact of the that's the fact of the day. But um, so yeah, man, how you guys doing? I hope you guys are doing well, man. I haven't talked, I haven't spoke to you guys since last Thursday. I, I had to take a break because you know I had to take a week because you know people that um, I was close to, family stuff. Somebody passed away. Um, so yeah, it was just it was you know, uh, gave me a, a lot to gave me a week, gave myself a week to recalibrate and rethink a lot of things, man. You know, I check what episode we're on. I think we're on fifty three. Um, long, man, a long, long, lot, of, a lot of episodes, a lot of episodes, man, a lot of episodes. I'm cranking them out still. I'm cranking them out. Um. I was looking at where the viewers and listeners, where you guys were um, located, like what country or region. And I was, I, you know, I'm the littlest things. And I've been meaning to talk about this for a long time. The littlest things will make me like so happy. Like, um, like um, one of the countries was um, like United Kingdom. I got an episode in United Kingdom. Um, I had one in Ghana. Like, Ghana. Like, Africa. You know, dude? And, like, Europe and Saudi Arabia. Not Saudi Arabia, but uh, UAE. Which, it's just cool, man. It's just cool that to, to see the few episodes being broadcasted from across the world. Um, I think it's cool. Um, so, yeah. That's what I've been talking... That's what I've been meaning to talk to you guys about for a minute. But, um... I have some news that I would like to share with you guys. Um, I, you know, I don't, 
I don't know if you guys are going to be ready to hear this, you know? I don't think you guys are ready. Because me and you, man, I love you guys so much. I want you guys to understand that. I love you guys so much. <sighs> but I love you guys so much. I love you guys so much. You guys mean, mean the world to me. For those of you that, that listen. <clears throat> But me and y'all, you know, when I when I talk about this topic, it's a I have first of all I have a con, I have the conversation with myself, but um, I kind of my subconscious is telling me that I have me and you, but before I say what I'm, what I'm getting ready to say, just know that this topic is a love hate relationship. Me and you guys, we have a love and hate relationship with this topic. Um, and that's the topic of me be wanting to be in a relationship. Now, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. So I'm just going to just... Why? I'm just going to put that out there. Um, You know, why? Why do I want to be in a relationship? Great question. I don't know. I was... And it's really... I want to be in a relationship for like... Not even really selfish reasons. But more like on some... Because I'm bored... If you will, in you know, Borg or read a book, but for me, it's like I want to be in a relationship because I want to do like the cool things, you know. Like I want to do corny stuff. Now I'm not a doing corny stuff is different than like actually like being corny and like saying corny things and being a corny person. Like what's corny? Like corny, but what's corny, man? I feel like corny is when everybody does it. That's kind of corny. That's hella corny. If everybody does it, it's corny. But I feel like I don't know. Like what's but like what's doing something that's corny? But <sighs> corny is like a characteristic. It's like, oh you're corny now. Cause you like wearing the same stuff that everybody else is wearing. So you're corny, you have no style. You're kinda corny is like the equivalent of being lame. But not even really it's not lame, it's just corny. So, but I want to go out on the dates, and I want to, um, realistically, I just want to go out on a date. I haven't taken a girl on a date in so long. It's been a long time. It's just, like, I've never, like, it's been a long time since I've, like, spent time, like, with a girl and, like, just chill. Not have sex, not, you know what I'm saying? Not be, like, bored. Like, if I'm in, like, her presence or in her face... Like, I wouldn't be bored, I wouldn't be irritated or agitated. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't had that in a long time. That was like, last time I had that was like a few months ago. Like, last year, like late last year type stuff, you know? That was the last time I, you know, felt that. Like, just not bored, I could watch a movie, I could just chill out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even thinking about sex. I'm not thinking about nothing but just the movie and who I'm laid up beside. Like, I haven't had that in so long. You dig what I'm saying? You dig? I haven't I haven't had that, man. And I like, I just like that more than the sex. Like, the sex will come naturally. Like, I don't always want to have sex, though. Understand that. I'm not always horny. I don't always I don't always look for the thrill and look for the kill always. My eye is not always on the tiger. I want you to understand what I'm saying. You dig. Understand what I'm saying right now. 
I just want to chill. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes my bed gets lonely too. And I get lonely like I'm Drake. Have you guys heard that song before? That song is so great. That's, I'm listening to that song tonight, man. That song is just so great. I get lonely. I was like, Drake? You go make me test one of these little raggedy girls and say, I get lonely. Where you at? <laughs> You'd be like, what? You get lonely? <laughs> go get a teddy bear. But nah, for real, like, I just miss that. That's what that's what I miss the most. I don't miss, um, like I said, the sex is cool. But like, it's just better when it's just one person. That's what I'm, that's, that's the real thing. Like having a whole bunch of girls to talk to or dudes to talk to, I that's fly. I'm not going to sit up here and hold you act like it's not fly. And it's obviously a confidence booster because you got... You know, if you feel like you got a basketball team or, you know what I'm saying, talking to you on your jock, you know, you dig? So, I get it, but at the same time, like, that doesn't get boring. Like, for me, one's better, and everybody's going to have a favorite. You can have a team of them, but you're going to have that favorite player that you like the most. You know what I'm saying? And that you would like, that you like the most. That's what it really boils down to. Like, even on a basketball team, the coach is going to love and respect his players all equally, but he's gonna have a he's gonna have a favorite player, and he's gonna have a go-to guy that he you know that he prefers over everybody else, whether it be on the court or socially. So I understand that, but it's just like man, talking to a lot of people, like three is exhausting. Honest to God, if you're doing other things and you're talking to three other girls and you gotta kind of divvy up the the attention between the three of them, that gets exhausting. That is the really exhausting part, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why people think it's so cool. Like, I don't... One's better. One's better. One will always be better, no matter what. Two sounds cool, but one, you know, you're, you're cool off one. You're cool off one. Like, one is cool. Like, especially when you find that one person. When you find the one, one is enough. And one... When you find that one... It seemed like one's a handful. One is a handful. Yeah, it's just that one is a handful. Like, honest to God. Like, for those of you listening, imagine, so, not even imagine, but picture the last girl, or think about the last person that you've talked to, serious talk, not mess with or whatever, but on some serious type of time, y'all talking, like, on tips and talking for months and months and months, like, and think about how exhausting that was. If you, if there was like no end, end result, the end result, or if there was an end result, it wasn't like which what, what you what it could have been or what it should have been, like a relationship or whatever. Like think about how exhausting that 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 is. I'm thinking about it right now. Like, I hard like hard work was down the down the can. It's like imagine. Imagine you're a recruiter and you're recruiting people and you're trying to you're trying to get your team assembled, you know, and you're talking to some five star guys. Talking to the five star guys. Or about to are about to get your first recruit. And the five star guy's like, ah, I'm not gonna go there. 
even though he sounded good and conversations was well and all that stuff, and you've been working him hard for the past six months to a year, and then he doesn't commit. That is exhausting. You got you were worried about this kid. You were worried about his grades, his health, what did he eat, how did his workouts, how just how your mom, how your dad, how your family, and then it just doesn't, and then he commits to Michigan State or wherever else. Hurt. You know how hurt you are? Met his family, met his you know, had to share a drink with his family, and then and had him over to your brought him invited him to your house and met your family and then he just says Michigan State. Now that doesn't mean y'all can't be friends and still be cool after when it's all said and done. It's not what that means. It just means that he committed to Michigan State. It just didn't work out in your favor. That's the same with talking to these girls. Like for me, you know, I work hard for six months. I work hard for a year. Especially if I like you, I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna bust my tail. But it seems to me like it's either one or two things. It's, I didn't know you were serious, Diaz. I didn't know you were serious enough. You didn't, Or it seems like you don't care enough, Diaz. Those are the two reasons why potential candidates, I just, I don't date them. I, I just, that's the reason why. that I've gotten so close. But like the saying goes, no cigar. So, and it's annoying. And that's tiring. That's why I retired. Because I'm like... If I can't do it, then what the hell, man? Like, it shouldn't be that hard. But apparently, it's that hard. But it shouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really shouldn't be that hard. And I, for the longest time, I can't understand why it's that hard. To just... But I get it, though. Excuse me. That's the beauty of the, of this whole me wanting... Uh, this revelation. Me wanting a girlfriend, this, that, and the third. Like, I get it, you know? And somebody was like, I don't need companionship. I'm like, you fiend in your... People, not even fiending, but people will prefer... People like companionship. You know, people people need companionship. You need companionship, no matter who you are. And companionship doesn't even have to necessarily be a relationship. It can just be a friendship, you know? But you need that. And that's what people don't understand when I say companionship. Companionship is not relationship. Companionship is a form of a relationship, but it's more, more intimate. So that's like your boyfriend, girlfriend, a partner, spouse, whatever. Or is it just a friendship on some associations? Um, people, you know, close friends, great friends, best friend, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. But for me, I'd be so just... Exhausted, man. I get tired. I'm also lonely. I get lonely. I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I'm not lonely. But it's lonely for I'm not lonely in the sense of like I don't know myself lonely. It's lonely in the sense of like I want somebody in the same like physical, like I want somebody in the same bed as me type lonely. But like don't take up all the covers, like you take your piece, I'm gonna take my piece, you know what I mean? Cause I like being warm. But um Yeah, that's that's the you know that's the um, that's the lonely. And I'm a good listener, so I like I like listening. So tell me about your day. Tell me whatever. Tell me the BS. Tell me the corny stuff. Tell 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 it all. I want to hear. I'm here for it. I'm he- I'm all here for it, man. But 
And like I said, but I've taken, but when you act like you're unavailable, you become unavailable. And I've done that. So I'm starting to become more available, but at the same time, kind of not really because I'm not trying to deal with that BS, that, that extra BS that comes with it. Like you have to get through a certain like rough patch and then it, and everything would be smooth sailing for me after that. After like the first six to eight months, that's like the rough patch. We hit that six month mark to that two month to the eight month, eight, eight month part, part bleh. When you hit that six month mark into the eighth to the eighth month mark, that's those two months, six, seven, eight, or those three months, two months, because, well, it's three. But those are the tough, um, toughest parts for me of talking to someone. And it's only hard because, first of all, I allow it to be hard, and it's just hard. I for me I just can't get over the hump. I don't I really don't know what it is though. But yeah. Those two months, those two, three months are the hardest part. But if I weather the storm, then it's smooth sailing. And then I have nothing to worry about. But I gotta get there first. I gotta make myself more available. But at the same time, I just don't entertain BS, man. I know what I want to do with the rest of my life. I know what I want to do with my life. And it's just, I don't want to be even bothered with the BS. Like I said, I'm trying to go one for one. I'm trying to go one for one. So if I date you, I'm going to marry you, period. I'm just not, I'm not doing that whole dating stuff. Because if I have to date multiple people, I'm just going to have a kid sooner or later. Like, I'll just pick the best looking one and have a kid by that with that person. And I mean that, dude. I mean that wholeheartedly. I mean that wholeheartedly from Mr. Analogy says that if I if I date a girl, we break up, I'm going to date multiple people and just have, probably have a kid. That's what Mr. Analogy says. Even though Mr. Analogy doesn't want that to happen, Mr. Analogy doesn't really care. Um, so like, I sound like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> That's funny. But if you stuck with me up until this point, um... I appreciate you, and let's go ahead and give yourself a round of applause. And I appreciate you. You guys are the best. You guys are, um, you guys are the ble- uh, blah. You know what Cam Newton said? And it's just so, it's the, the stupidest thing I laugh at. He's like, he come out with his little, his little outfit on, his little drip or whatever. He be like, <laughs> he's like, one thing's for show, two times. He's like, what did he say? He said, one thing's for sure, two things for certain. That's what he said. He said, wipes his nose with his thumb. He's like, you know what I'm saying? One thing for sure, two things for certain. First thing, I'm blessed. Always going to be blessed. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. But I, I'm like, hey, but I, I appreciate those videos. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm always going to be blessed. He said, the second thing, two things for certain. He said, I'm always going to be fresh. <laughs> and then he's like, what is it? One, one, one finger, one pinky, one thumb, one love. Yeah, Cam. Killer Cam. I hope he does well. I hope you guys do well as well. Um, this has been Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, Mr. Analogies, Diaz York, Slim, Fly Guy DY, the Prince of the Six, Kid Flash. And I'm on that, ah, you know what, and I'm going to talk to y'all later. Peace.